Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined, you already know it, by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course, the one and only Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Boys, I'm excited to be here on the pod with y'all. We're talking some secret invasion, but before we do that, how you guys doing? Yeah, man. It's a great day. A little stormy day. It was, was stormy. Yeah. Yes. I lost power. Yeah, for a while. For more yeah. than six hours. So much so, or we don't even have video today. No video. Yeah. Nope. But that's okay. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> nope. Chances are, it doesn't matter for much of our listeners. Nope. So that's yeah. okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, our how are our you, appearance man? is currently a secret. That's it. For now. Yeah, I'm but doing yeah. all right, you know. Had some car troubles earlier today. Oh, Hopefully, yeah. get them fixed up. So Gosh, we'll yeah, see. Just, it's, been, it's been a crazy day, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, you know what? But we we're making the pod happen for the people. Yep. There you go. For humans and scrolls alike. All mm. you million scrolls, right? Yep. A million scrolls. Million scrolls strong. Spoiler alert. Um. Okay. Uh. B- before we get into the meat of the pod, just want to thank all of our listeners, everybody who's tuning in. We appreciate you so much. I want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And also, if you're looking to help us out, the best way you can help us out, I'm going to give you two things. First, share this podcast with your friends. Any Marvel friends you have, it's a great time to share this podcast covering Secret Invasion. We're doing this for a few more weeks as the new episodes come out. And the second thing is, leave us a review, whether it's on Amazon. Well, Amazon, sure, probably, whatever. (laughs) I was going to say Apple or Spotify, especially Apple, leaving us a five-star review, super helpful. I don't really listen to podcasts on Spotify. I know you can leave reviews probably or hit the like button, thumbs up. Whatever it is, help us out, all right? Help your boys. That's We're right. trying to expand the Royal Kingdom here. That's right. Okay? Uh, on, the, on the Royal Geek Podcast. So with all that in mind, spoiler alert, okay? Here's your warning. This is uh, our review of episode number two of Secret Invasion, otherwise known as T-Roll's favorite Marvel show. Um, <laughs> There you go. This, this episode is called Promises. <laughs> and um, now, the real like question is, how many Marvel shows have you said are your favorite Marvel show after two episodes? Two. I definitely said it for Loki. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely said, said it for Hawkeye. I said it for Hawkeye. You did. Yeah. yeah. So I, I stand by the first five episodes of Hawkeye were great. Yeah, they were. And then just the, <laughs> the finale just for me blew. But Which anyways. We're getting closer and closer. I, I mean, yeah. Let's, how'd you guys feel, episode two? So good, man. It was a solid episode. And uh, it's in my wheelhouse. I, I love this espionage, uh, trying to just, you know, discover what the heck's going on. Yeah, the intrigue. Government corruption, yes, like yes. that kind of stuff. I, I'm all on board for that. And a good torture scene. You, you got to love a good torture scene. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I mean. Intel. Yeah, I'm all not, that like, stuff. crazy about torture scenes, but, you know, I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, there was a lot of, um, it, it, it Answered some of the questions from episode one, which was nice. Um, kind of fleshed out some of the things that were happening, uh, going throughout, like you know, the whole thing with Gravik, and you know, the extent of the scrolls, and mm-hmm. you know, everything that's happened with that. So it, it did it did a good job of sort of fleshing out what had already happened with episode one. You mentioned Gravik. I think we needed to go ahead and pause here for a moment and just recognize that this guy is awesome. And I think we might have uh, another top-tier villain on our hands. Careful. I, th- I hope so. I hope so. Yes. If he continues on, on this path that he's on, I think we have a really good shot of him being pretty bad. Early by or sell. Ready? Early by or sell. Okay, go give it. Very much more Shimada. Okay. Marvel will kill off Gravik in this series. Buy or sell. <sighs> oh, 100% buy. 
I'm, no, I'm gonna sell it. I think they know what they got. I think they think know what so? they got. Yeah, I think he's he's a very good. Very because good. it makes you wonder, like, what else? I've always wondered about the big. We're getting we're going big picture here, okay? Scrolls, Secret Invasion. You know, it's a massive storyline in the comics. It's huge, yeah, absolutely. So, and it and it feels like it feels like something that could continue to happen in the background. Or am I crazy? I, no, I think this could make a really good transition to a big world movie problems, I think. so. It, it very well could, but I, I just get the feeling that Gravik is a, an entity that they're going to kill off. <laughs> like they, Maybe the whole idea of the scrolls and them being in the background will happen, but I think there is a distinct possibility that he will not make it to the end of this series. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll we'll have more time in a couple of weeks to talk about big picture stuff. But I will say, I think. What do I think of Gravik? What do I think of Gravik? I mean, they're giving actual screen time to character development for a villain. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's think. Which shows have done that? <laughs> you mean most shows have showed the villain like in the last like. Two episodes or something like that. So yeah, Marvel shows that have have done this. Mm-hmm. Let's think. Let's start with WandaVision. Oh, wait, who is the villain? Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Wanda, WandaVision is a little different. Yeah. Um, well, even like the secondary Agatha Harkness, you yeah. didn't really know that she was Until the villain. Penultimate episode, maybe? yeah, yeah. two yes. or four, yeah. maybe. So yeah, even that would be relatively. And, and uh, even the villain turn of the. Um, of the agent was kind of late in the process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that with that. Um, so Falcon Winter Soldier, total joke of a villain. Yeah. Yes. Which was also later on in this. Which was uh, Flag Smashers. Right. Yes. I mean, what's his face? Um, good old boy. Um, you know, the new US white agent. agent. Yeah. US agent. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, his his development was, you know, they gave him some screen time. He wasn't the best, but they they had, they put forth an effort. Yeah. Okay. What other shows are there? Moon, Moon Knight. Okay, Moon Knight. So Moon Knight actually, um, what was it? What's it? What's the guy's name? Ethan. Uh, Ethan Hawk. Ethan yeah. Hawk. From the jump, he was in the first. From the jump, scene, they gave yeah. some screen time. They gave a little bit of development, but it also didn't it feel like. I mean, he was just a uh, what do you call him? He was just a. He he was like the mini boss. He was a, in a yeah, lot yeah, of ways. yeah yeah he was like the. Uh, yeah. He was like a henchman. Pretty, pretty, yeah. Pretty well, much. what's the word I'm trying to? Use? What's the actual? He was a avatar, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vessel yeah. avatar. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was for the for whoever the real villain was. So yeah, he was kind of like mm-hmm. that wasn't completely fleshed out. Oh, you know, Miss uh, <laughs> Marvel. Um, Stop. Like, no, don't even say it. <laughs> the clandestine. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoyable show. Yeah. But two awful villain just spectrums. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. She Hulk. Also, no real good villain development. Yeah. Hawkeye no. was. I mean, you had. Like the tracksuit mafia, like, eh, the, but that wasn't that was, you. But then you got Kingpin in the last. Yeah, two the tracksuit mafia was. They made them too comical for them to be a like. See, like the the right, villain, right? And here's the thing: even if Kingpin, like, sure, it was it was really cool he was in it. Yeah, and and they can certainly lean on the fact that a lot of viewers already know who he is. But they again, it's another example of them waiting to the very end. I know. Yeah. This is episode two, where you get. Gravik's origin story, and yep. you still, and on top of that, in episode one, you got plenty of him in yes. episode one. Too. Well, I shouldn't say plenty, but enough of him to make you ponder. Yes, yes, it, you were definitely intrigued, and they basically almost immediately gave you at least a partial payoff. 
you know, and everything that was happening with him. You know, they started the... You started to learn about what the friction was between him and Fury, yeah, Ed Fury, in the base of their characters, and you get to under, kind of understand. I mean, literally, they did a great job of summing up everything that would make him un- not trust the system in like two lines. <laughs> like the, yeah. the, the the woman that basically describes his life story. Oh, his parents got killed. He piloted a. Probably a plane. We might have somebody who's really cool right here. It's basically what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, 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 immediately, you know that that archetype, that type of character that you're talking about, someone who is who is not going to um, stand back and he's a su- survivalist. Like he'll yeah. do whatever it takes to survive. And he yeah. he's not going to stand back and he's not going to just be like, okay, well, we'll wait for you to do things mm-hmm. on your timetable. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and then he also drops the line later, like his parents, they died in like a noble death. And then uh, like the fact that he viewed it as that, like they were fighting a war against the Kree. So they, it, it meant that like he was, they were proud of what they did and he was proud of what they did. So therefore that translates over to yeah. the whole we're not waiting on you because I'm pr- I'm a pr- I'm a pride uh, yeah, it, in, in my scroll right and and he just goes out. And it, it, it does takes make over. him feel like it, it does kind of set his mindset to where he's like the idea of dying for a good cause mm-hmm. is something that he is very much vibing with, you know. Yeah. So it's like the, this episode starts with his origin story back in 1995. No, seven. 1997. Seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is two years after Captain Marvel. And yes. and it's it's clear like they have yet to find a home for the scrolls. Yeah. And then Fury has these lines where he he says, "If you promise to help protect pre- our you know, home. help yeah. help protect my home, me and Captain Marvel promise to find you a new one." Well, he didn't do that. No. Yeah. Nope. Now you might say, "Look, what do you expect Nick Fury to do?" That's fair. This probably more it, it definitely falls more on Captain Marvel. I in terms so. of not yeah. finding a home, yes, like but she, like up until the you know the end of the Avengers, like Endgame and Infinity War, what was she doing? Yeah. Like what was she doing for for fifteen years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to explain that in the Marvels because clearly Fury's in that. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we know if that happens before this or after this? Mm, uh, not, not yet. No. Yeah. We'll know. Uh, I feel, I feel like week. a lot of the things that are gonna happen in this are going to kind of decide that. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. To okay, see. well, so, so clearly Fury doesn't come through in his promise, and the big problem, the big problem is again like scroll years they, they age differently. So mm-hmm. I don't think the scrolls are. I don't think it's more of a you know it's been thirty Earth years. We're mad. I think the big thing with the scrolls is they felt abandoned by Fury. He yes, just left. Yeah. yeah, it's very that, that that is a. I think that is the real thing. Yeah. Is that there was a lack of communication for an extended period of time. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, when you're, you know, you're at the grocery store, you're at, you know, a restaurant and the service is running slow. There's but there's a huge difference if your waiter is coming around every couple of minutes and being like, you know, making sure your drinks are full, making sure being like, okay, it's it's going to be just a little bit longer, you know, they're taking it's just real busy, you know. You, you know, the, your food will be out real quick. Then, you know, you never seeing your server and them just being in the back. Like, you're not, you have no idea what's going on. Right. Which is kind of how I feel like the scrolls kind of feel. So they just kind of yeah. like, they, they don't know. They're not being kept up to date. And I'm sure on top of that, with the whole fact of them having to, them agreeing to help the humans, I bet you there has been a significant amount of scroll blood 
spilt for, <laughs> for the Fury, Very good for point. the Fury purpose. Yeah. Without anything on the other side coming back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it can't be. I, I don't get the sense that they're upset that they don't have a home. They just. I mean, it. it, it I think Gravik's deal is that Fury didn't keep his promise, and he even actually yes. said that in the council meeting. Yep. Um, which I want to talk about, but not yet, because I have some critical yes. things about the council meeting. But um, while I'm staying in the positive about Gravik, it, like, yeah, like, Fury, Fury abandoned everyone. He abandoned Hill. Yes. He abandoned Talos. Uh-huh. I mean, he abandoned his wife. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that later, yeah. too. <laughs> right. Uh, he abandoned Gravik and all the other scrolls. And it almost feels like, and I, and I love that they're doing this, Fury won't admit it. Mm. Yeah. But but he is He's stubborn, yeah. He's stubborn and he's still like he said to Rody, I'm Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah. And he could still do some stuff. <laughs> even when he's out he's yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even when I'm out I'm in, but he is he has definitely been impacted psychologically by the yeah. snap. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's part of it is he doesn't want to necessarily admit that <clears throat> there's something has changed, you know, like that he is not hundred percent there. Even though he's still very much Nick Fury, there's something about him that has changed. Some reasoning that has happened. So, something mm-hmm. that isn't quite right. Yeah. Well, let's go to the conversation that he has with Talos in the in the uh, I mean the train. Train. Okay. Right. So great scene yeah, by the way. Phenomenal yeah. scene. Phenom- especially the way it starts too. Where like I need we're looking for an American. Like yeah. Is he in there? Nope. Yeah. Sorry. Nothing. And here. like and and Samuel Jackson shows off his. I mean, he's just doing his thing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And even. Talos's reaction, you know, <laughs> it's, to Fury was yeah. great. But, but the, yeah, it was the great conversation scene. that they have though, it's like you you got blipped when you came back. You were not the same person, and you left us again. Like you were already gone for five years, right? And then you go ahead and leave us again to space. Like it, it, the the emotion is portrayed great there by uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yes, and, and I agree. Nick Fury getting angry, like it, yeah, it's like I get I get while he's upset, like he feels like Talos didn't. Like he's upset that he called all this every scroll mm-hmm. to Earth. Oh yeah, how many? A million. A million God, right. Me. So I get, I get yeah. why he's upset, but also like, what do you expect? It's, right. Well, you, it's like they, they found a safe place. You know. Well, like, my thing. It's not even that. It's like it, just in this scene alone. It's like Fury can't admit his fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won't admit his fault. He didn't admit it to Hill. Right when they were playing chess. Yeah. I'm trying to remember episode one. I don't think he did. Like he he's taken everybody's comments. I mean, he he wouldn't admit fault to Rhodey. He wouldn't admit fault to Hill. He wouldn't admit fault to Talos. I mean, yep. he's a little stubborn. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, like he acts, he has this idea in himself, like that he has his finger to the pulse of everything. Well, if you really had your finger to the pulse, how do you miss a million scrolls being on your planet mm. without you having any idea? Yeah. Like, and you are about as close to the scrolls. As any mm. human, you, you're yeah, you are, you, you are as close you to are. any scroll has ever been in a real, like, actionable way. Yeah, that's true. Good point. And, uh, yeah. like, and the, the kind of the story he tells on the train with like the fried chicken, right? And, uh, yeah. he, how, story. yeah, I know, it was yes. a great story. And, the, like, the moral of the story is like, you could tell, like, his mom could tell by just, uh, what he said that it wasn't the full story, like it wasn't the truth. And then yes. he transitions that to Talos and like, there's something you're not telling me that whole thing. Yeah. Like the, the, the putting the friction between their relationship right there. I don't know. I kind of think that Talos might've given up hope as well. And like, maybe he, 
not necessarily like is to the level of Gravik, but like he might be ready to like. I know it makes me wonder the dance that's happening here because Talos and there's a clear divide now between Talos and Fury. Yeah. Does, doesn't mean it's gonna always be there. Like it could certainly be. Yeah, friends fight sometimes. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Fury seems to be burning his bridges, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's burning them with the U.S. government. He's oh, burning man. them with scrolls. So. I Which, mean, I have, I have thoughts about the conversation with Rhodey. Like, I don't know well, if you want to go Not there. yet, not yet. Okay. What, what were you going to say, Mata? I mean, I mean, what if they're, you know, Talos is playing both sides in a way. And he put Gaia in with to be right there with Gravik to where he can... But she know. clearly, like, screwed him over. I mean... Yes. What do you mean, Gravik? When she no Gaia, like she she, yeah. she was feeding information to Ta- Talos, and then that information ended up being wrong. But then- what it? I mean, okay. So, but, but what I'm saying is, how much of that information? Like, what maybe he planted? She's in there as sort of a double agent for her father, and she gave actionable information to her her father that she could pass on to Fury that would look like legitimate information, but was actually. Mm. Not good information. Hmm. Yeah, there's gonna be twists and turns in the series already. I, God, I can't figure out be, Gaia. Yeah, I don't even know where to go. Either. All right, again, this is what this is what I love about this show. Mm-hmm. We, we we had dinner earlier, and you said you interrupted me, Amato, and I was like, man, I love this show. You want to know why? And you said no superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. It's so grounded, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it in, <laughs> even though it's about shape shifting aliens. Right. It's also really grounded. Yeah. So it's it just feels the stakes the stakes are there. And, like, Fury is complex. He's always been complex, but because he's all, but because he's always been, in the history of the MCU, he's been in the background, and he's always a 10 steps ahead. Yeah. And he's he, no he's longer. He's all-knowing. He's he, all-knowing. He, he's, <laughs> he's always had that kind of role yeah, in like, the universe. He, he caught Hydra yes. in, in um, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. And he, he, knew, he knew that was coming. Which they mentioned Pierce in this episode too. They did, they did. <laughs> yes. and no one else can do something like that. But but in this show, he's really behind. And then you have compl- complex villain. You have Talos, who he's probably the simplest one to understand, I think. But his daughter Gaia is like <laughs> she clearly. I mean, okay, so so when when they go in to save Brogan, Brogdon. Brogdon, whatever his I name it's is. Brogan, I think. Brogan. Okay, let's just say it's Brogan. It might not be, but let's just say it is. They go in to save him, and, and she gets out of the car. She leaves that uh, that other scroll um, in the car, and she clearly calls in an anonymous tip about the, uh, the safe, safe house. house. Yeah. Because she knew that Brogan was getting interrogated, and it, it would lead Gravik to believe that he spilled the beans on that. Yeah. Although I think Gravik... Knows. No, like maybe not knows, but I think he's not sure because he, I think he can tell that old boy spilled the beans, but I think he's also, when he looks over at Gaia and she's crying in, in the driver's seat, I just have a feeling that he's he's got a sense of her deception. Mm, yeah. Well, and he also caught her on the computer too. Exactly. That, was, yeah, that, that too. Was, yeah. That too. Yeah. I, I feel like she's like, she's at that point. To where she's on the cusp of entering like the inner circle for Gravik, but he's still not. He's weird. She's yeah. not a hundred percent there yet. It's it's almost did, like she's sorry. Sure, you go. You, know, you, you go, go. It's almost like she's trying to usurp that right hand man role. Mm, she's trying to yeah, get in on yeah. uh, 
whatever that dude's name is, Pagan or P- Pagan or I don't know. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> Freaking names. We're never good with names, man. No, we we are the worst. Uh, but, uh, pa- yeah, yeah. P P A G O N. How would you say that? Pagan. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Like a wagon, but Pagan. Pagan. Let's do Pagan. I like that. No, better. it's not Pagan. <laughs> There's no way it's Pagan. Sounds like a Pokemon. No, it's Pagan. It's okay. got to be. But anyways, it seems to me that she is. Um, I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean, because she. I feel like she has like an aggressive, like upper mobility type of feel to her to herself that she is trying to move up quicker than maybe someone like Gravik is necessarily comfortable with. Like she's trying to earn this position and like move into this position of power, and Gravik doesn't necessarily have like he's like kind of like whoa, hold up a little bit yeah. there. I do think that um, Gaia's character development is going to either make or break the show. Like, I, I really, truly do, because if it's not believable about if she is a double, triple, quadruple agent. Whatever if, she is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. If it is not believable when that time comes, like, I feel like it, it could be detrimental uh, to the storyline. That doesn't make me feel too good. I know, yeah. And, uh, I, I feel like, I told you something I I've think been she's thinking about. Something that I've been thinking about was... I feel like Amelia Clark is a little bit out of her depth at the moment. I was thinking that. I was trust me. I was thinking that. I was thinking. Hey, what do you mean? What do you mean? As an actress, I feel like so far she has not exactly hit the way that her character should. If she's going to be that pivotal to the storyline, which yeah, I, I have a feeling the fact that they cast her in the first place because Amelia Clark. I mean, obviously, Game of Thrones was like the biggest yeah. show mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. until it wasn't. Um, I feel like casting her in that role, you are gonna have a pivotal moment with her, this character. Yeah, someone's got to be there. And if it she falls flat, which right, as of right now she's steady, she's steady right now. But you, there's the makings of what if she fails? Like yeah. I don't know. There, I'm uncertain about. But her I'm character. uncertain of what failing even is for her because again, I, I it seems like well, just making it believable. Like if no, you're I get be it, a but double like, agent or triple agent, like it's gonna be. It, I could see something where, like, she does. I could see something where she's like, she doesn't agree with the way Gravik's doing things, but she agrees with Gravik. The cause. She's with the cause, but not the the, the um, means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, I don't think she wants to bomb people. Yeah, but I don't think she. I think she's also over fury yeah. and yeah. yeah. And I think Humans. part of it, me, it's it's one of those situations. I feel like anyone who's with Gravik in that point, it's very much like a you're in, you're in. Yeah. Like there is no stepping out without like being in a body bag type of situation. I was trying you know? to uh, gauge gauge her reaction to when Gravik said, "I could have killed Fury." I was trying to gauge and see like was she against it for it or whatever. But she yeah. she played it pretty clean. I so. like yeah. I like that scene too. Again, every scene that Gravik's in. He commands attention. Okay, yes. here's let's let's talk about it. let's talk about this council. Um, or did yeah. you want to say something before that? Yeah, I, I have a the council is a very interesting scene to me. Yes. So I yes, yes bring it on. Okay, uh, first of all, it has like one of my favorite. It has an in, incredibly intriguing line to me mm-hmm. in it. We'll drop it. Okay, so the one member who does not submit, she very like clearly she, when she's like basically saying. <clears throat> You guys are kind of going at this like, you know, war is the only option. And she says, 
we got into this situation not because we were unwilling to go to war, but we, because we were too willing too to willing. go to war. Yeah. Which is an incredibly intriguing idea to me. Because everything that has been shown so far in the Marvel Universe is that a the scrolls are, for the most part, have been victims. a... The victims. They've been the victims. They've been the more sub- submissive race. The Krees have been the aggressor in this. In yeah, like the everything has gone. Yes. So what's happened in their history? What? Well, Fury even tries to get those answers from Talos yes. on on the the train. He's like, yeah. "What do you tell not me something?" Tell yeah, I don't yes. know. Yeah, yeah. There you and go. And then he like, says, "You know everything." Yeah. The, yeah. the name so of the game. That, that led me to start thinking. I was like, yeah. oh, "Maybe we don't know everything." And yeah. in the comic books, the scrolls are not as. Oh no, they're. Yeah. yeah. No, no. So They're, I'm like, well, maybe they started the stuff, yeah, but they couldn't they, finish it. Yes. Like, maybe that's <laughs> that it. Kind of yeah. thing. And then what also makes you think, okay, so if there are mil- if there are a million scrolls left, maybe they were not. You, you would think, oh, well, those are the refugees. Those are the people who that's were able to get number out for a refugee. Maybe they weren't the. Maybe they weren't the the weaker the scrolls. Maybe they were the more aggressive, mm-hmm. the more. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've been just kind of playing this role survival of, instincts. you know, mm-hmm. this survival role mm-hmm. that, but they're actually a significantly more yeah. warrior breed of scroll in a way. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, that's interesting. That uh, that was an intriguing line to me too, mm-hmm. but I didn't take it that far, but it was a very intriguing yeah. line. The, the players of the council and the positions that they held. Yes. So we have uh, like the, the UK prime minister, right? Yes, that's, UK uh, prime minister. We have the new lead news anchor. Yeah, like, right? from, like, from like an Fox equivalent. Yes. Yeah, which yes. is uh, uh, McGavin, right? Yes. <laughs> Shooter, yeah. McGavin. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> you had the, um, uh, and, like and the then, head of NATO or something? Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, just those three alone, like, I mean. A lot of power. They, that's a lot of power, yes. but they are also like fueling their own story like yes which we saw from the news clip where we had the uh, anchor shooter mcgavin um which <laughs> he's gonna be called that for now on but anyway um <laughs> he's feeding the news but then like she's he's he's building up what the prime minister's saying like he's yeah they're right. helping each other get the cause across right right yeah, yeah. yeah. he's literally he literally call up called what happened a false flag mm-hmm. um which in was actually true it yeah, was it a is. false flag it was yeah. a false flag for sure but it's also interesting because not it was it was a false flag but it was literally done by his him. own yeah. like, his cause yeah although like i know although, graphic, it, yeah. it, it, it's you know well, not exactly so, yeah. the same At thing that but, time when the yeah yeah but they okay. made it sound like it, it was a coup so like it made it sound like everybody was kind of in on it except for the the lady who wouldn't turn like yeah but it but they weren't really the only person who was in on it was the UK prime minister yeah okay and so okay I I felt like the council fell too quickly and too easily yes for the type of people they were supposed to be yes I think literally they just karate chop somebody and he's like oh oh he'll (laughs) he'll (laughs) he won't be acting up anymore (laughs) all right I'm gonna shout out Gibbs here our boy Ryan Ryan's rants. He's he's loved the show so far. Okay, and we haven't talked much, but you know, hopefully he's listening. Gibbs, if you're listening, you better be listening. Um, but he made a comment of the you know why is it just so that everyone is so easily following him? Mm. Here's my big theory. You ready for it? Go for it, man. There's only six episodes, <laughs> so it's like I just don't think Marvel wanted to spend the time. I think it was just a, a timing decision okay. where they didn't want to spend the time showing the council being won over. Mm. What if you know? What if he is a prince? Hmm. 
Okay. Like, what, 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 maybe he, like, maybe this, the, maybe the political structure of the Krolls is royalty. Scrolls. Scrolls. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Mm. This is your thing? Anyway, yeah. um, the, and he is, his, when he was presented, as we said, the Scrolls aren't saying everything to Fury. Yeah. That's what and it is. what if his parents were killed and they are, they were the original rulers of the Scroll yeah. Empire and he is technically next in line. And there's a okay. th- there is a like innate like lineage that is being built there on top of his uh obvious like charisma and willingness to leadership. Yeah. Okay. Two things. One, no offense, I, I don't think so. But I will say if if that is true, something that gives some credibility to that theory is um Talos drops the the name of the emperor of Scrollos or whatever and I can't remember his name but there's there clearly is like a royalty yeah, structure a, yeah. in in Scrollos you know RIP you know <laughs> um but in the scroll society so it, it could be but I think I just think that pragmatically Marvel was like we're going to make let's move along here yeah like Sure, we could have some some internal things happen, and one by one we see the council member council members being won over through different means. But I just think that Marvel didn't want yeah. to spend the time yeah. doing it, and that may not be the the point of uh of the of the series. Like, I mean, it's yeah. it's going to come down to this is, Fury right. on his and everything on his end. Like, this is an example where if this was a movie, mm. it might be a minor plot point where you forget by the time the movie's over. True. Because forty more cool things happen, <laughs> but since we have a week in between episodes, we're gonna nitpick over everything. Right. But yeah. in fairness to Gibbs' point, I, I agree. Like it was like, all right, you're all gonna be on this. Like I was thinking, like half of them are, half of them aren't, and now they have to have another meeting in two episodes. But again, I just think <laughs> pragmatically they weren't gonna spend time yeah. on it. I think uh, if you're doing like a, a coup type style, like there's there is no second meeting. Like. You won't make it to the second meeting. It seems like Gravik will probably get somebody killed by then. Yeah, yeah. that's true. See, uh, but at least if, I feel like the, the there was just like an imbalance of the level of violence to the amount of power that was actually being shifted. Mm. Right. In my mind. Right. One guy like, gets karate chopped in the throat. Just gets karate chopped and then everyone's in line. Now, yeah. if, if he had just like pulled out a gun and shot him in the head, I would have been like, okay, that, that has enough shock factor to be like, oh, Gravik is... This is a hostile takeover, literally. Yeah. Um, where I just feel like the karate chop was just a little bit too like Disney PG. Well, like <laughs> he clearly has a reputation for being a quote unquote like bad boy, right? Like because yeah. when he comes in, like oh, I wasn't he just invited. Killed two thousand people. Oh well, yeah, yeah. And he killed two thousand people. He wasn't invited, and yeah. and she, so and he does drop may- the, the line for Gaia. Shoot this guy in the head. Yes. In the head that line, line yes. was the best yeah. line <laughs> I have seen in a Marvel show. <laughs> Maybe ever. Yeah. Just even watching him, if he says, if I'm not out an hour, and he puts his finger to the dude's forehead, that was such a badass line. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. But clearly he has that violence background. So maybe the karate chop was just the, this is the beginning. I'm being being merciful. You know what's so interesting, though? And this is the stuff that I, and this is why I hope that Gravik stays around for a long time and goes more into the shadows, which would be great, is he's violent. He's a bad boy. But the one council member that doesn't submit, he lets her leave. Yeah, unharmed. Unharmed. Now, again, maybe we come back in two episodes and she's dead. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Maybe not for sure. But I feel like it's more like 
he let her go because he he knows that she is the trail in cahoots to get Talos. Like she could be like because of the way that she was either Talos or um or to get Fury or to get some sort of you know some sort of underhanded part of the scroll involvement. You know, maybe, maybe so. Well, again, there'll be more to come for that. Yeah. There's a part of me that just thinks Gravic seems like. He's got it all together. He's quicker than Fury. Yeah. He doesn't need, and he called Talos an old failing general. Yeah. I don't, like, the way they're painting Gravik, it doesn't seem like he even needs to be concerned with Fury or Talos. That, like, they're making him feel like such a badass that it doesn't feel like he needs to worry about them. So I almost hope that he doesn't worry about them. It almost would weaken his stature in my mind. Don't be surprised if they actually keep it going and they don't. He doesn't worry about them. Like I feel like he can power through that and I hope make so. a statement. I really do. I hope so. Yeah. So good, man. Okay, he's, but he's good. All right. So we've been going for a while, but there's yeah. still Rody still and, more. Rody, okay, let's and talk about Rody. But then we got to come back to something else with the the scrolls. Well, let's talk about okay, Rody and Fury. Okay. Well, Rody, uh, uh, <laughs> just out of a kindness or whatever he said, like compassion, right? Or was he it? said. I can't remember. He said he volunteered to be there. I yeah, or that. courtesy or something like that. He volunteered to yeah. show up instead of the president yeah, because he doesn't yeah. come when he's summoned. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, that whole courtroom scene was funny just because he was so nonchalant about, uh, I'm not willing to take Russian surveillance at, at face value. I gotta <laughs> he said it. Take it back yeah. to Langley for, <laughs> yeah. But then he meets Fury and uh, the, yeah. the conversation. Another great had. scene. Yeah, this yeah. scene is great. So like, many good scenes. And and the way it's shot show. too, it's like it's like it's a lot of close ups. And you really felt like you were at the table. Yes, you're sitting at the other seat at yeah. the table. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just Fury trying to get trying to get a bone. Like it, it really did feel that way, didn't it? Like mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. just like he literally says, "Hook a brother up." Like yeah, yeah he's like, like, "I need help." Yeah. Which do you think that that was intentionally done by Fury, like to to divide them? Because he feels like if Rhodey gets any closer, or if, if if the U.S. government's any closer, then the scrolls will infiltrate the government or something like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like he was trying to. Maybe it was too intentional. You talking about when he references when Rhodey references the Avengers? Yes. And he's like, yeah, no, he's no, like, no, no. We don't out. need them yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. near this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel mm. like part of it is Fury felt like maybe the government owed him more mm. than like than well, he. Well, he definitely shows that. Like yeah. when he's. Yeah, he's up in his face, like yeah. l- literally in his face. Yeah, and I felt like he, I, I kind of wish Rhodey didn't know that his team was Skrulls, like his uh, security team, because I felt like that would have been a nice little like, do you, you do know your you know security team is you know undercover agents basically inside of the United States government. Um, I felt like that would have been a cooler scene if he didn't know, but I also feel like that was part of what I, I feel like Fury was hoping. That that would hit harder. Wait, are you suggesting that? I mean, they didn't make it clear whether his. I didn't pick up on that. Agents or scrolls. What made you pick up on that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he. I think Fury was alluding to it. Like it could be a thing, but I don't think he did. He he confirm it. Um, I feel like with the way that he knew about scrolls from a mission that he did back. But I feel like the way that, that 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 went back and forth that they were saying that that Rhodey was saying yes, I know that they're there and. It doesn't bother me more than anything else. Mm. I think I picked up on that. Like he knew that they were exist. Uh, yeah, they not that yeah. they're in his his squad. His, his squad. Yeah. I mean, may, I I don't know. I'll gladly watch that scene again after yeah. this pod. But uh, I feel like 
yes, Fury yeah. wanted that to make a statement, that, that remark, but because Rhodey knew about the one mission or he got to watch along or whatever he called it, yeah. where he saw the green people or whatever they called them, <laughs> um, he saw them and that he was acknowledging that they do exist, period, and not exist within his body. Yeah, body. I didn't That's get that I sense got. either, but... Yeah. Um, because I do wonder, like, Fury would have the best ability of anyone on planet Earth, any human, to recognize if someone's a scroll. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if he has, like, any, like, sort of tech that... Like, I wonder about his glasses. He's not always wearing his glasses. Sometimes he is, you know? Like, I wonder if there's... Which I keep coming back to. And I don't know if I said this last week, but, like... <sighs> oh, never mind. I'll come back to the end. <laughs> just remind me about the glasses later. Okay, I'll try. But, Amato, let you keep going. You keep going. But, yeah, I just felt like if the way that he was saying it was making it seem... Like he was trying to, you know, make that point and that they had already, but Fury's point was that they had already infiltrated. It's kind of like, I think was what he was getting at. He was trying to say that they're already here. They're already a part of, you know, our government part. They've already made moves inside the government. Um, whereas I feel like... He, which, it literally says the invasion started already. Yes, like, right, um, right. which and I feel like he was getting at that with his security team. He was trying to say that the security his security team was a part of that. Mm-hmm. But I just I want to know they haven't explained how Fury would know that. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, I, okay, and so Fury also my, humiliated one of them, and they're clearly stronger than him. Yes, mm-hmm. so that yeah. shouldn't have, that shouldn't have happened if that guy was a scroll. Yes, that that is true. Um. But it's also possible he was trying to stay on undercover. Yes, and then he was he was there. Uh, I think it's also very possible that Fury may have put him there. Like, mm. what if? Like, like <laughs> what? Fury. That's also true. <laughs> like, that like, like, if those he, are his scrolls. Yeah. Like he had well, not that it was necessarily his scrolls, but like, like I mean, just over time he had found positions to put to start feeding them into it to help protect you know certain members of government and you know be a part of that you yeah. know so why not put super powered shape-shifting aliens in those type of positions yeah you know so that's kind of just what i was kind of getting and at fury, is that fury knows about the council because talos mentions it in episode one so he knows that there's a council of super powerful people yep. that are scrolls so yeah i don't know well either way this scene with fury and Rhodey was awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was. We've had a few powerful. Moments. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't moments. even talk about the torture scene. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, talk about the torture scene. <laughs> well, Olivia Coleman's character. Uh, oh which yeah, I, I don't even know. I uh, yeah, I, I just looked it up. Yeah. Um, um, but on. she has this like swagger to her. Yeah, man. Sonia Fallsworth. Yeah. that's right. So she, when she walks into the, the the butcher shop or whatever it was, and uh, she. She's like, you're, you're, who said, who are you? Like, I'm out of your pay grade. Like, where, yeah. is, where is he? And then they go back there. Yeah. Oh, that was so amazing a line from her. Yeah. She, she crushed it, man. And yes. she, she rips his finger off. She's like, okay, well, now that that's confirmed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the shot he gave her, him, and he was like boiling inside. Her yeah. blood was boiling. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was ugh. That's great. But she's trying to get at, and, let, and this will, this will transition to the scientists, okay, right? Great. So she's, she's trying to get some information on the scientists that are, in his in Gravix yes. group, yeah, um, which we see that Gaia finds these people when she's tailing, yes, Pagan, yeah, that's kind of his name. But anyways, dude, let's talk about these freaking scientists. So we, I don't know who they are. Um, well, they're scrolls. Uh, well, 
I'm sure they're scrolls. I'm sh- yeah, they're probably scrolls. They've got to be scrolls, right? I, I would assume so. Um, but they're they're also brilliant scientists. Yes, and they are working on. What do you guys think they're working on? I mean, it made me believe that it was genetic modification. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I felt like uh, what they were trying to do is they were trying to take a whole bunch of superpowers, kind of mix them up, and then basically give them to someone. Now there are scrolls in the comics that have the ability to copy. Like actual superpowered, like super, like superheroes. So maybe this is them trying to incorporate that like, genetically enhance some of their their own scrolls. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I mean, there's a whole plethora of heroes in the universe that's already been introduced that they have powers and abilities. So why not transition that over to developing it in the scrolls for the scrolls? Yeah, because so. like if a scroll copies Rhodey. His power is in his suit. Same with same with Stark. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's dead, rest in peace. But but if a scroll copies we talked about this last week, copies Bruce Banner, that yeah. scroll can't just become the Hulk. Right. Unless he's somehow, I guess, enhanced. So I'm thinking that's what they're working on. Yeah. And they even showed on the computer, Gaia finds that they've got um, I think it was Groot. Groot was there. So there's like DNA of Groot. Extremis was there. Some extremis. For sure. Yep. Um Obsidian, um what's his right. name? Uh, oh, Obsidian Black. Black. But Black Obsidian, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. One of the Thanos' guards. Yeah, yeah. Yes. is that his name? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't get the full page. I know there was definitely... there was and a Frost Giant. There was like... Yeah, there was like maybe five. There was four. I know yeah. it was okay. four. I can't remember... Whatever, yeah. yeah. It was so, one of Thanos' dudes, the big guy. Yeah, so the abilities are there. I mean, like, Groot's abilities. and like, So we're going to see these pop up. And yeah. uh, I think that's just... They're going to give them to the scrolls because why not? They're shapeshifters, right? So yeah. they're uh, theoretically, their DNA can whatever they decide to do with the powers. Like it, they can conform to that, and therefore, but not be able without to use whatever it. this harvest. Right, correct. Is, which whatever this is, we don't is. know what that is. So there's obviously steps to get there, and these scientists are the ones that are going to uh-huh. get them there. So uh-huh. um, I don't know. I think it's going. I think it's going to be. I don't know. I, I like. The, I like where this is going. I do. Yes. Okay. Early buy or sell <laughs> is Sonya buy or sell Sonya. Is actually a scroll. Mm, what are you talking about? Sonia Fallsworth, Olivia's character. Oh, mm. um, I'll sell that one. Sell. So, okay. I feel like the so. way that she acted towards that scroll was not like that was not how a scroll would act towards another scroll, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Unless she's just like Gravik. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like okay. I just I, I just like, read some fun yeah. theories, you know. But that's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I so. mean, it, it'll be interesting. I feel like. Yeah. I, I think if they're if they do <laughs> end up with genetic modification, there's a decent chance Gaia ends up with something. Yeah. And hmm. Fury's wife's a scroll, right? Like that's clearly because yeah. she yeah. was cutting. Um, She's cutting stuff as a scroll. I think the real question is. Does he know? Does he know? <laughs> like I, I, I think legitimately. Yeah. Like I think because okay, you think about it. So she's cutting stuff up. Someone comes in, she switches into her human form. Now, it could just be because that's the way now, they're most comfortable with each other. Right. But it could also be... That she's playing them. She Either playing or they. she just... It's just... I, here's why I yeah. think that's clearly the scroll woman that introduces Gravik and Fury yeah. at the beginning of the episode. Yes. So it's it's clearly one of the OG scrolls for Fury, mm-hmm. which makes me believe that he knows... Um, it's, which is I mean, it's a distinct possibility, but it also adds another layer to the whole Gravic like relationship. Like is uh, like he the way he feels about Fury, and he ha- knows that Fury has this relationship with this other scroll. Yeah, and like what happened there is was it a 
I don't know. Maybe part of it is he has daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, what if, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if, like, True. this this person who brought him in is kind of his mother figure, and Nick Fury kind of took over that father <laughs> figure, <in>. and <laughs> like, yeah. it was good for a while, and then Fury started becoming distant, and Gravik started becoming a little bit older and more aware of what was going on, and then he like, maybe part of it's he just, you know, he finally saw Nick Fury for who he is instead of the father that he and maybe initially thought he was. Yeah, you know, maybe so. Yeah, good point. All right, we need to wrap this up, but we're going to wrap it up like we do with every episode of reviewing Secret Evasion where we have a segment of the show where we make a case for why some of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters are going to be a part of this show. <laughs> so that's where we're going to finish. Here like we, we will every yep. week. What do you guys have to bring to the table? Oh, man. Uh, Extremis. Extremis was in season one. Of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Was it? Season one. I can't yes. remember where it fell. It was the very beginning. Like, one of the first people they, they, they're up against is, an ext- is someone who has been affected by huh. extremists. Okay. Um, so there. There's part one. My, I, I can't remember <laughs> if I said this. I might have. If I said this last week, forgive me for sounding like a broken record. But first, first of all, once again, Fury's now lost Talos. <laughs> Here we go. He literally has nobody. Yeah. Yeah. He's lost Rhodey. Mm-hmm. He's lost the U.S. government. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Yep. Unless Captain Marvel's going to show up in this thing. They did a Coulson name drop yeah. this, this week. Did they? Yeah. They When they dropped back to 95, flashback, they mentioned Coulson. Okay, yeah. dude, yeah. dude, dude. Because isn't, like, isn't when they flash back to, they show him in the car, the dead scroll is, is Coulson. Coulson, yeah. Coulson right? fake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they could easily bring them in. And I still think that mm-hmm. Fitz is the guy. <laughs> I said, remember Fitz. I said the glasses? Yep. I don't know if glasses, if Fury's glasses at all allow him to pick up on who's in the room or not. Yeah. But here's how you do it. He, he goes to S.H.I.E.L.D. He's getting some help. He goes to Mac or Coulson, whoever's around. Yeah. You know, probably Daisy and Daisy only. But let's just assume the whole crew's there. Fitz makes a comment about Fury's glasses because they they clearly do something in my mind because he's sometimes wearing them sometimes not yeah but then he says hey I can make you some better glasses and he makes him some legit glasses that when he puts them on can detect if someone's a scroll if there's anybody in the Marvel universe that could do that yeah it would be Fitz Fitz. yeah yeah maybe Stark if he was still around but that's it that's it Man, I wish. I really, I really want so that that's, to happen. So that's how we're going to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that happened. Yeah, yeah. It's a probably wild speculation and dreaming at this point, but it's worth it's it's worth. I'm leaning show more on. and more towards Mac actually making an appearance. God, if, if I get the shotgun axe, <laughs> give us the shotgun axe. Yeah. Give us the shotgun axe, yeah. man. I want to see him take out, uh, like, not a, not like Gravik, but like Pagan. <laughs> Pagan. Yeah. <laughs> With a shotgun axe. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been a fun review. Great show so far. Please, Marvel, do not blow this one. Oh, God. Episode six is all down I the know, toilet. Let's just do the review right now. Oh. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They do let us down a lot yeah. at the end. But um, great review. Big shout out to everybody who stick, stuck around for the whole time. We know this was a longer pod. So thank you so much. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends. Hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod. And please come back next week for our review of episode number three. With all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. 
you peasants.